0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the April 25, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Yesterday, a listener to this podcast schooled me. Thank you to that listener. The details are that last week, I shared a study that showed intermittent fasting did not work in terms of losing weight. As part of the study, they had people eat the same number of calories, but some only ate during the limited time in the day. The listener pointed out that the headline was correct, and what I shared was correct. But correct does not always add value. He pointed out there were other benefits of intermittent fasting and other studies that showed intermittent fasting resulted in weight loss. One might call those points schooling, but not so much. His winning schooling point involved the assumption central to the study that both groups ate the same number of calories. Let me repeat, both groups ate the same number of calories, though one group was limited to how many hours a day they could eat. As a long-time late-night food grazer, I'm guessing the intermittent fasting concept significantly reduces the number of calories consumed. The person who schooled me dug deeper, which is what we all should do as we consume the news. Thank you. Quick hitters. The world would be a better place if we all watched Ted Lasso. It's a TV show. The Russian ambassador had a few words to say to the United States. Quote, What the Americans are doing is pouring oil on the flames. I see only an attempt to raise the stakes, to aggravate the situation, to see more losses, end quote. I would respond bite me if I were in the U.S. government, which, which excludes me from consideration for an ambassadorship. Our U.S. Defense Secretary and U.S. Secretary of State met with Zelensky in Ukraine. They indicated the United States will reopen the embassy in Kyiv and will be supplying more aid to the Ukrainians. President Biden announced that he intends to nominate Bridget Brink to be the U.S. ambassador to the Ukraine. By the time she has confirmed, it will have been almost three years since we had a Ukrainian ambassador. Really, almost three years. That seems like a bipartisan error. Macron wins re-election to lead France. It was a butt-kicking. Macron received over 57% of the votes. I think this next one is good. Saudi Arabia and Iran met on normalizing bilateral relations. In 2021, more than 4,300 kids were killed in the United States with guns. The Twitter board may agree to Elon Musk's offer. Moving on. Two listeners of the update reported their own airport mask survey. 94.2% unmasked at one airport. Second reader at a different airport reported 85.2% unmasked. I was just going to mention these and move on, but I think they they hint at broader feelings of Americans. If Americans really feel that masks work, wouldn't 30, 40, or 50% of, of Americans be wearing masks in the airport? Maybe not the hard, crazy, and stupid right, but the intelligent and sophisticated left. And this past Christmas or Thanksgiving, when 30 or 40 folks gathered at a house, many from different bubbles, did the majority wear masks? Again, maybe not the crazy and stupid right, but the smart and sophisticated left? Nah, very few did. Did I go overboard on my right versus left in what I just said? Yes, but I feel it echoes how the broad subject is covered on many cable TV shows. Even those who argue for masks when they are on TV do not seem to wear them at their own private events. Our immigration policy sucks. Both parties are to blame, though admittedly I prefer to place more blame on Democrats. As a consequence, we put our border states in a position they should not be. And illegal immigrants are granted false hope and take life-threatening journeys. Further, states put young soldiers in the National Guard to cover up for our crappy federal policies. I bring this up because I read in the linked Daily Mail article that Texas National Guard soldier Bishop Evans jumped into a river to help save two immigrants. He was swept away and is presumed dead. What a hero. The two immigrants, the article says, are suspected of trafficking drugs. I'm not sure that adds to the story. Last week, I said I was not ready to talk about the great Florida math textbook issue until we could see examples. Florida released four that were supplied by citizens. It appears the state of Florida feels constrained by non-disclosure agreements, but it's okay if they come from citizens. The examples were not easy to read, but seem to support the state of Florida's position. But I need more. What I find funny is that some refer to this issue as a banning of books. I think a a state deciding not to put a textbook on an improved list is quite different than what I would call a book banning. Warren Buffett says in investing that there are no called strikes, meaning if he doesn't invest in a stock and the price soars, he's okay. I thought of that when I read that the Supreme Court will hear the case of a high school football coach who was suspended because he prayed at the 50-yard line after football games. Why did the school swing at that pitch? As I read further in the linked CNN article, the district or appeals court has a photo as part of the record of the coach with 20 players kneeling with him as he prays. The court said the coach was praying in his capacity as a public employee, or at least with the appearance of being a public employee. I'm not going to weigh in. I'll just say the Supreme Court does not get the easy cases. I have shied away from the trance topic in this podcast, but today we will dip my toes in. The show notes link to an article in the National Review about a Dr. Buckley who was being considered for a talk at Harvard on British Romanticism. Yes, I know, a riveting subject. The article says that the English department's coordinator learned that Dr. Buckley was a board member of Women's Liberation Front, and the coordinator wrote, Quote, on a more difficult note, especially for a Friday evening, I just looked up Devin Buckley so I could list the right title affiliation on the application, and I noticed that she's on the board of a trans exclusionary radical feminist organization. I also found at least one piece of her writing online that explicitly denies the possibility of trans identity. End quote. Really? In the article, Dr. Buckley defends herself by saying, quote, My articles basically claim that a human male cannot become a female, and saying you're a woman does not mean you are. I simply say women deserve fair play on sports teams. They deserve to not have men in their private spaces, to not have violent men in their prisons, end quote. What I find fascinating, she goes on to say in the article, quote, I would like to go to law school because I know I will not get an appointment in academia. I was warned by faculty that I will not get a job based on my views, ideology, even methodology, end quote. We need to dial this stuff back just a bit. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.